introduction. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Your Average Critics. Uh, we've got a full house today, so welcome back, Joe. Hello. Uh, back from the well, wilderness. Back from the dead. Yeah. I didn't die. How have you been? Might as well have. I just couldn't be bothered to turn up. <laughs> Jeez. You're dead to us, mate. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, yeah, not bad. Um, yeah. My life's been pretty boring. So oh, okay, cool. Not, not really going to go into it. Have you been filling your void with films and TV? Not really. Okay. Uh, you get the fuck out. Thank you. Mm. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Mm. Yeah, nice. <coughs> have, you, have you seen Vikings? He looks just like the same guy. I have. You look That's like that guy. <clears throat> Ragnar okay. Lothbrok. Fucking Batman. Ragnar. Yeah? All right, tell us about it then. What, Vikings? Yeah. The right. TV show, not the... All right. you know, the so, Vikings is set in the Viking world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is when? Um, I don't know the exact date that is set. Is it like the 1200s? I don't know. It's medieval times. Okay. Let's just put it like that. And you follow the story of a guy called Ragnar Lothbrok who starts his journey as a lowly soldier working for some king in Norway or wherever they are. Okay. And then basically he wants to <coughs> sail to England to do raids because they normally do raids in the east. Okay. So... The east of maybe wherever, Norway. Yeah, wherever they are. So, but the king doesn't want him to go to England. So he sets up an illegal raid, takes a boat to England, comes back, shows everyone, and basically dicks over the king, and okay. then becomes king. Right. And then it's a mutiny. Yeah, and then goes to Paris and raids Paris. I saw that episode. That's yeah, good. Fucking sick episode. Is it finished? That's it's it's still ongoing. So it's, it's still going. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, it's still going. What's good about it then? Why is everything? Okay. Everything. Do you think the, that fight scenes are just so much better when it's like medieval? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's you've intense. got more gore, things yeah, like that, whereas yeah. like now like lasers. Yeah. It's less intense. Someone just evaporates and that's it. Game over. Mm. No but, way. But the, the main thing, the main good thing about the series is the characters. All okay. of the characters are ridiculously good and they're played really well okay. by their actors. Especially Ragnar Lothbrok. I don't know who he's played by. Don't remember the name. But that character is ridiculous. Yeah, me. <laughs> so, is the, what's the main thread throughout it? Is it like you, someone else wants to be king? So it's not like... You, you basically follow Ragnar on his journey from soldier to basically king okay. of the Vikings. Okay. And his journeys through England... France. How many seasons are there? Uh, four, I believe. And yeah. they're looking to do a fifth. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is it on Netflix? No, but it's on Amazon. Mm. Okay. Give it a watch. I think it's highly recommended. It's on uh, thing if you can get it on it again. Mm. Highly Fair. recommended. Okay, cool. I'll check that out. Um, so we've had a big cinema release this week, so we might as well talk about that. Um, unless anyone's got any movie news or anything like that. Did, did you say about the ABC thing last week in humans? Oh no, so is this that they... What, they're just going to get cancelled? Apparently. It's a, yeah, apparently it already has been. Apparently they're going to cancel the Inhumans before series one's even aired. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I, then, I then beg the question whether it won't get carried on by the Disney Channel that they're going to make. Because they're making the equivalent of Disney Channel. Like, you know, DC are making their own... Like streaming network, right? Apparently, Disney are doing the same. I don't think it'll be called the Disney Channel. No, yeah, Disney, Disney stream or Marvel streaming. So maybe they'll just okay. add it to that. 
if it, if it is that significant to the whole storyline. Well, they might incorporate it more into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Well, it's already in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was the Inhumans. But then they might just make it all within that. Yeah. If, if Inhumans. They've, they've, they've gone from it. They've finished that. That's that finished. Oh. Uh, and there's maybe there's people they capture along the way. But... but this is because on one of the posters it said the complete series available 29th or whatever. Whereas people are thinking, well, why would they say the complete series that suggests that it's ended? Whereas normally it'd say, you know, season one available, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, is that the only reason that people were thinking that? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's not... Oh. But it is odd wording. Is it? It is odd wording. Because, yeah. yeah. The complete series. That's it. Did I say series or season? So I say season, oh, that's I different to series. I don't know. But then is, is a, a load of seasons a series? Yeah. So if yeah, like, so I'm saying if they said the complete series, then I'd be like, okay, that means it's over. But if they said the complete season, then I'd be like, that's just one season. There could yeah. be more. Yeah, that's true. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But I wouldn't, we get, we get, I wouldn't be surprised if it got cancelled. The advert. Yeah. The well, I, I do want to see it because you made it sound like it was all right. So worth a watch. Mm. Was you? Does it? You know, <laughs> warrant cancelling after the two episodes you saw. You look like you've just woken up. Mate. Yeah, mate. I mean, drink more supermalt. That's gone straight to your head. It isn't slumps it? me. That's the <laughs> no, but you, you need a magnum. What should do? Uh, the it, it's okay. Like <laughs> if they were like, yeah, I, so I, I I didn't watch this and think, yeah, I want it to be like four or five seasons of it. If they did one season and concluded the story one season, but yeah, that's, that's fine. But that's I've so seen cool. I've seen worse shows go to. <laughs> to many more seasons i.e. that show that we watched uh, Degrassi bloody hell yeah oh my god is that the one that Drake's in uh, used to be it yeah, used to be yeah but it's changed so much now it's like the new these Canadian kids who can't act to save their life <laughs> me and Chris oh. watched like three episodes of this oh thing. I don't know what, what we were awful. doing even that shadow of this thing that was awful I know that's still that's, that's, that's still season three is going to come out so. you know? I've seen much worse shows get much longer but time it's, but. It's, well, it depends how like, much they because obviously it depends how much they spend on it and how much of a fan base it gathers because like like Shadowhunters thing I when we went to Comic Con all three of us mm-hmm. went obviously yeah. but I never thought it was going to take off but loads of people were into it and there was posters everywhere about it and it wasn't just to advertise it it was because mm. people liked it and I was just like what I mean the main character is quite good looking so maybe that's why I don't know <laughs> but um, yeah the ABC thing uh, the Inhumans I think what <clears throat> what they need to do is um because obviously the, the main character, I don't know his name, he's meant to be like this... Black all, Bolt, is it? Black yeah, uh, so yeah, but he's... Yeah, okay, I suppose we'll call him Super. Well, Black Agar Boltagon. Is that, is that, is that it? Oh, some but, Black Agar uh, Boltagon. I don't know. Yeah. Some Sounds really. like a Pokemon. <laughs> but he's really all-powerful, isn't he? So they just need to present him as this all-powerful p- being. And then when it comes to Infinity War, they need to show that how insignificant he is compared to the main bad guy. And then it might enhance the threat a little bit more maybe okay but yeah do you know what I've actually been watching Iron Fist I don't know why I finished House of Cards finally <laughs> and I thought I slogged through that and it was so bad I might as well watch Iron Fist and do you know what it's actually not bad like I know <clears throat> I watched the first episode and I thought it was terrible <clears throat> and I was and then all you lot are saying not I just, great I things just about think, it I just think it was it, don't think the series itself was bad I just thought it was bad acting and bad fight scenes oh the fight scenes are dreadful but I actually quite like the 
the kind of drama, the central drama about mm. like the business. I like, see. I like that bit as well. I like that more than all the fighting. Oh yeah, I, I, I like the other family more. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what are their names? Meachams. Meachams, yeah, they're the best part about it, man. Yeah, no, I actually don't mind that. Um, so I'm How many episodes are in Five? I've seen nearly done. You know The Defenders is the the least viewed um, Marvel series on Netflix. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Okay. was on the most viewed, so. That's true. Yeah. I don't mind. Was it? But I think, I think Danny Rand's quite annoying. Like, he's always like... Yeah. He's like... Uh, in the first series of Empire when Cookie would just turn up at board meetings and just like fuck shit up and I was just like oh Danny just please go away do you know what really annoys me though for someone who's meant to be so uh, calm and like zen yeah he's meant to put all his zen into one area and be really calm he is the most irrational character out of the four of them and he gets angry by like the smallest of things in it and I'm just like it's because he didn't finish his training I mean, he's still True, a child he didn't. yeah yeah he is there? <laughs> he's still a child but yeah, I, I, like like I said, Iron Fist is my second least favorite of all the. Oh, you don't like Jessica Jones? I don't. I haven't. Fin- I still haven't finished Jessica Jones. That's how much I didn't like it. But it like <clears throat> if all the Meacham stuff wasn't in it, I would have thought it was absolutely terrible. I really, I really like all the legal, all that stuff. Yeah. And when I was watching people review it, um, they were saying that like, they hate all that stuff and they would rather wish they get to the kung fu stuff. They're probably like the dark Marvel fans, that, yeah. which are like that's irrelevant to us. But yeah, I, I love a you know like, corporate corporate yeah, espionage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my, would you watch Suits? Do you still watch Suits? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are you yeah, up to date yeah, with it? Right, I'm, no, right. I'm like halfway through season six. I think it's on season seven now. I think, seven I, I think I'm on season five. Mm. Okay. Well, I know this about it. No, no, no. Mark, like, Lauren yeah. watches it, but I kind of dip in and out. I'm, I'm surprised. That's, just, that's another series that I'm surprised actually went that far. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, season one and two, I thought was so really amazing. Yeah. And obviously, it's going to be a bit saturated with, like, oh, we're going to go into this case. It's going to be really hard. He can remember everything. And then, oh, yeah, we win. Or sometimes they lose, and then they bring it back somehow. It's like the same. Suits really frustrates me when I watch it. Because, like, is it Donna? She's always putting her like two cents in. I'm like, yeah. just go away. No. Yeah. You know, someone's talking and she just appears and she's like, Harvey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Donna, go away. I'm waiting for Harvey to get the government. Yeah. Uh, and then always everything's goddamn. Like, oh my goddamn, goddamn. They say, goddamn. They, say they say, it's God, like, please just say yeah, fuck. They say goddamn and they say shit all the time. All think, the time. I think, that's, I think that's the only thing they're allowed to say. Yeah. I don't it's they're like, not allowed to say fuck or bitch. No, they they're, say pro- bitch, they're probably limited to how much they can say uh, shit in a series. They say no, they say shit bad. That's what I don't get about um, Rick and Morty is because sometimes they say shit and it's not censored, but sometimes they say shit they and it person. is censored. Well, yeah, it might be. I kind of that's the thing I hate with like Family Guy as well, just uncensor it. I know it's quite funny when it's just a bleep, but mm. just I was listening to um, an Eminem mix. It was like some DJ on TV. I don't know what channel it was, and they had Eminem and Dr. Stray and. Every other word was pretty much censored. So I was like, yeah. and there was a, I can't forget about Dre, and he's like smoking trees, is one of the like lyrics. Yeah. And they believe that, right? That bit I was like, if you, if you hear the unse- if you hear the censored version of Stan, it's like every other word. Yeah. <laughs> I even mean, I saw Stormzy performing one of his songs, and he was had to replace all the N words and all the and all the fucks and all the shits. And I was like, when you saw him live? No. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say. I saw, I saw a video of him. Oh, him yeah. And I think like that must be like so hard to. Mm. He must have practiced that like day and night. Yeah. Because you must just think like, oh, this is the lyrics. This is the lyrics I'm just gonna sing. And imagine if like he's in front of like thousands of people <laughs> who are like underage, and you just start saying the N word and the F word and all stuff like that, <laughs> just because you can't help it, and then you get banned from shows and stuff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they hear it sooner or later. Yeah. Talking about shows that went on too long, and we mentioned this when we were chatting the other day, Waterloo Road. 
That would have been like Ollie back in the day. That one little Denzel mate. Denzel Kelly. R.I.P. That went on for like ten years. Yeah, at least that was eight eight on that season. Yeah, Dante Charles. I only watched the first like three. Oh mate. It got really shit to be fair. When they moved to Scotland, that's what it was. Did all the kids move as well? Yeah, it went to a boarding school. What so the hell? Yeah, they were rushed out to Scotland. And in the Kelly family, like, all they all died. They all died. No, no, Earl's in prison. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Marley or Marlon, he died. The Sambuca died. Denzel died. Denzel was hit by a truck on the way to Scotland. <laughs> what? He got hit by a truck on the way to Scotland. Didn't someone <laughs> get killed with a crossbow or something? Yeah, no, um, George Sampson. George Sampson, no. He, he, shot, he shot Tom Clarkson with a crossbow. <laughs> And then, he, and then I'm pretty sure um, Tom fell off a roof and died. Oh my god. Tom Clarkson was like the last in the original. Him, him and Grantley budgeted. Grantley. <laughs> what happened two. to Grantley? I don't know. I think Grantley got like cancer or something. Oh no. I think I watched the first season, maybe two of it. and then It was up. really good at the first season. Yeah, season. it was alright. Because it was semi, semi-realistic. Yeah. And then it just... It got really just out. Really it did get really out of control. Yeah. Oh, no. It was quite funny though. Bolton Smiley and all of them. Paul Langley. Oh, Bolton Smiley, mate. Bolton Smiley. Oh, <laughs> Smiley. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what you're all your own? Do you remember when Bob said Denzel and Malia? No. He did. He was playing that football thing. I don't remember that. Oh, you said it, you saw him, yeah. Yeah, it was 100% him. Um, so he's obviously, you know, friend, Legit, of, friend of the show and all. Legit, a celeb, isn't it? Um, all right, let's talk about Kingsman 2. Oh, well, crew. Oh, no, okay. Where's your segways, mate? Sorry, mate. Sorry. Um, you were the segway king last week. We're still on news. Should we talk about the uh, George R. R. Martin getting the... Uh, he got someone as a showrunner for one of his five pilots. I can't remember the guy's name. Brian something. Cranston? Brian, Brian Cogman, who, okay. who showrun some of the episodes. Some of the episodes, I think, season one and two. He's got him to uh, write the... Write the what's it called? Treatment screen screen yeah uh, the screenplay yeah yeah for um, one of his five uh, potential uh, potential series and he said that uh, we shouldn't expect all five immediately but if one of them does well which he thinks is coming out in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty then then we might get a couple more. That's really good because people are assuming that the Game of Thrones series eight will not come until twenty nineteen, so we might not even be waiting that long for the. You know the first prequel. Or no, site. you just said twenty nineteen. Yeah. So, so it will be at the same season... time as the season, the season eight. Yeah, that's my point is that we don't have to wait very long. That's literally true. We just said. So, so you're telling it's... me two years isn't long. <laughs> no, for the the from when season eight to the okay, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, it's fucking ages from now until yeah, season eight. I was say. Well, yeah. yeah. But um, it's not that far. It'll go. It'll go. It'll go like that. It's not this far. week has felt like a year. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> drinking. There was other news not as well, not related to Game of Thrones, but the Star Wars Nine. It's going to be done by JJ Abrams, yeah. who did The Force Awakens. Oh, get out, JJ Abrams. Yeah, in it, flipping out. Because Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World, was was originally doing it, and then they got someone to retweak his script. And then his film, his latest film is called The Book of Henry, did really badly. And then, you know, a few weeks later, he's out of the director's chair. And then I heard he, they're doing another Jurassic World. Another yeah, Jurassic, they're Jurassic, it up. Jurassic World 2. Yeah, I, heard, I, heard, like, I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it and probably say it to you guys the next thing. But there's a theory that the dinosaurs aren't even real in Jurassic Park. I heard about this. Yeah. I think you mentioned it last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is, it? What is I, the theory? Yeah, I, haven't read, I haven't read it, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'll read it and I'll... I'll say about it next week. In the last one, f- they're not real, are they? No, they are. Yeah. What in Jurassic? In Jurassic World. Well, one with Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear they're not real. No, they are real. Wait, would you? 
One got thing, they made a hybrid, didn't they? And then it got got loose. Yeah. And it's like just because it's a theme park doesn't mean they're robots. No, but I was watching it and I was like, these are, I swear they went real. They're, I swear they're, they're real. Like, they're real. Are they sure? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Well, well, according to a theory, yeah. they might not be. But there's a theory out there that they're not real, and I will read it and I'll try and remember it for the next one. It's all a dream. <laughs> Bloody to read lost. That magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on the wall. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Words are big. Um, here's a segue for you then. One of the showrunners or one of the script writers for one of the prequel series for Game of Thrones is Jane Goldman and she has written Kingsman 2. Mm. Mic drop. Cool. Right. Have we all seen Kingsman The Golden Circle? No. Are you going to see it? Probably not. Okay, so you don't did mind you like if we talk I did like candidly the first one. about it. you like the second one then if you like the first one. So you've seen it, you've seen it, you've seen That's it. That's the one thing I could say to people. Like I say to, at work, someone was like, did you enjoy it? And I said, to, the first thing I say to them is, did you enjoy the first one? If they say no, then I'm like, well, there's no point seeing the second one then. Yeah. Because you won't enjoy it. Because that's what you said to me. Because yeah. you saw it before I did. And I said, well, it's not been critically that well received. But you said, we've not first. I've, I, I pretty much, like, as a breakdown goes, I think it's a, more or less, besides the beginning bit, the same kind of plot. Yeah. Okay, it's, well... What is the plot? Explain it to us. So, obviously, it's a f- I assume it's a few years on from the, the when Eggsy's been recruited. And yeah. basically, this woman has, has the whole drug empire to herself. And she just basically wants it to be legalised so she can earn her money legally. Yeah, Am because right she, she's kind of had to seclude herself. Oh, seclude herself on an island for ages. Yeah. So then she blows up the Kingsman so, so no one gets in her way. Yeah. And so the Kingsman... The two left, it's Eggsy and Merlin. Played by Merlin is sick, mate. Love Merlin. What, did but the female Kingsman die? Yeah, yeah well, I thought, yeah, this is it. She, oh, she, got, yeah. she got killed, and I thought she was going to come back somewhere. I thought she was going like, to come out of the rubble or something and be like... Yeah, I thought oh, that, that as well. Upsetting. But, yeah, and then um, basically... Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> this does happen within the first, like, five minutes. Yeah, um, well, it's going to be major, yeah, major spoilers now. So, basically, they got to find a way of rebuilding Kingsman and then they see this bottle which says Statesman so they go over to the States uh, well they're, they're in this... Kentucky isn't it yeah because it's like we're going yeah, to Kentucky it's and he's like it's like the fried ch- chicken yeah. <laughs> the bottle yeah and then they go there and it's like the brother company in America <clears throat> and they're both meant to help each other out in a doomsday scenario yeah and then you find out that these drugs actually have some poison in, in them as well a mm. uh, major character in the film which I wasn't expecting was Elton John as well <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they killed off loads of people, probably so they can bring him. Yeah, on. that's it. That's it. Um, and basically, they got have. She's got a cure. She's mass produced a cure. And then, basically, she thinks that the president is gonna legalize all these drugs, mm-hmm. so then she can give him all the cure, and then she'll be rich and allowed to go wherever she wants. But the president has a different idea. He's like, well, uh, if they're all gonna die from these drugs. We'll just kill off... He's essentially just labelling them all as scum. And he's just like, oh, well, we might as well just let them all die and cut half the population. Pay There'll be no more drug users and no more drugs supplied. Yeah. And war on all, drugs is over. Yeah, the war on drugs is over. Mm. And basically the Kingsmen and the Statesmen get together and decide that's not, that's not cool. One of the Statesmen turns a bit sour because sour, he wants everyone to die from the drugs. And then... Yeah. Bob's your uncle, they win. I feel Fair like enough. with this film, and on the first one as well to an extent, like... The, the plot is pretty secondary to just the action and the like the, the kind of camaraderie between them because it's quite a 
you know, when you think about it, the plot's kind of a bit silly. Like, so someone manufactures drugs, but then wants it to be legalised and already has the cure and wants to cure everybody. It's like, okay, I don't know. Like, she didn't seem that nefarious. And I don't know. I'll, she was I, pretty weak as a character because as soon as they came to target her one one on one, yeah, she was. That was it. Game over. Really. And it was also fairly kind of they were fairly quick to establish that the Golden Circle, which is her company, was something you know to do with the the drug problem. Because you know, I swear like Roxy just Googles something like drugs and comes up with Golden Circle, and they're like, oh yeah, we've heard this Golden Circle thing mentioned a few times. It's like, oh, have you? <laughs> it was, there wasn't much investigation. It was kind yeah. of like it just. Pretty. Do you think it was a spoiler with Colin Firth being shown in the trailers? Yeah. I think it was, but I think... Because he was in the film for a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. He was like more than three quarters. I think... I reckon... So but it people been difficult for him not to be in the trailers. But I think people had kind of figured it out before the marketing started, so they were just kind of like... Might as well just chuck it yeah, in. Yeah, we right? might as well. You know, people already know this. On the opposite of that, though, Channing Tatum wasn't really in it. No. He, he was like... The advert he was in the advert loads and then he ended up being in it for like I don't know twenty minutes tops. I think. Yeah, he spends most of his time on ice. Frozen, yeah. Freezer. But like, do you know what I mean by the film though? Like, so in the original film, it Eggsy getting to a point because he wants to become a kingsman. Then he's got this big task of uh, saving the world because someone has a way of killing off like majority of the population, and then they somehow miraculously win. Same thing here. Not that he's not trying to get. He's not trying to get become a kingsman, but he's trying to. Save the Kingsman and like get no notice. Well, essentially, essentially him, noticed by the statesman. Him and and the original Galahad, which is Colin Firth. Yeah. Like essentially, their roles are flipped, aren't they? Yeah. Now Eggsy's training. Yeah. Galahad. I thought that was quite good though, because I thought straight away he was going to be like doing all this stuff, but his hand-eye coordination was pretty yeah. off when it so <laughs> beating up in the bar. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you all think of the film then? Did you enjoy it? I really liked it. You really liked it. Mm. Better than the first one? You really remember uh, the first one. I can't remember it, but, but I think... I said to Chris, like, if I give the first one like an 8, I'd give that like a 7.5. Okay. Pretty yeah, good. I, I'd have to agree with Obi on that one. Funny. It was, good. It was really funny. The action was decent. I said to Chris, once you get past, the only thing that... Um, oh, it was the gadgets one. Yeah, yeah. the gadgets were a bit <laughs> over the top. But once you get past that, I think, I think it was a quite a strong film. It is... It is a bit outlandish, isn't it? But you just, yeah, like you said, suspension of disbelief. It was more the lasso that really, like, was really off-bitting because he could just, like, he had a normal one. So who's then, this? This is, um, what's his name? Whiskey. whiskey. And he had, he had this, he had this, because obviously they're from Kentucky, so they have, like, uh, do they call it, do they call it lasso? Lasso, yeah. Lasso, that's it, yeah. Um, and he's like, it's nothing, it's just a handle, and then all of a sudden it just extends out into one and he grabs people with it which okay fine I'll, I'll take that and he just clicks a button it turns into like this heated electricity thing and it can just chop through, through everything and I was like oh I mean yeah fine it's a spy film but that was a bit out of nowhere mm. <laughs> compared to their gadgets but yeah I'll tell you what though, their gadgets are pretty nuts as well they've got like bulletproof umbrellas and stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah that's true that's true actually that suitcase was a bit over the top well, as well yeah. turned into a bloody uh, uh, a, a shield a riot shield in the machine gun <laughs> like what the hell but yeah, it was no, it was a good film. Definitely good. I'll tell you um, I was annoyed <laughs> that a spoiler that Merlin died. I was like, oh, yeah. Do you know what? It's that like, when he was singing that song as well because he said that I think the song he's singing is by John Denver and he said uh, like ten minutes earlier John Denver was his favorite sing- his favorite singer and he was singing that song and then he was like, like did you know that song was by John yeah, Denver yeah. when he uh, um, and then he just like stepped off the mine and. I, was like, oh, I feel like he I, was, I was hoping that he. I thought he was gonna get 
out of it somehow. Yeah. I don't know what I'm, I'm I, I thought I but, thought she was gonna turn them off to let them through. Yeah. Like she did with the other people, but yeah, that didn't As happen. soon as as soon as he said I had a bad feeling as soon as he was talking when he's talking to um, Ginger, Ginger out whatever her name was, about the um Sorry for the background noise, by the way. <laughs> when she talked to Ginger, I was, when she said, oh, don't you wish you could ever get out in the field? And he was like, oh, no, I love doing this. They wouldn't be able to function without us. I think as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, fucking sorry. <laughs> Something <laughs> bad is probably going to happen. You're well good at doing that. You're well good at deducting them things. I just, like, completely, like, let them loop. Like, I don't really think about it like that. Did you notice when um, Whiskey did his whip and there was a bit of slow-mo and his whip made a golden circle? And then that's when I knew that he was a dodgy no. double agent. Well, I knew he was that, dodgy that's... when he knocked the fucking vial out of the gut out of that's Ace's true. hand. I was like, I was like, you didn't need to hit you like Joe. He's standing, Eggsy standing in front of the door with the vial, and there's people coming towards uh, to take him out. Yeah, and he's like, the, the uh, whiskey's like, get down, slaps the vial out of his hand, and doesn't tell, doesn't like move Eggsy down in bed. All he does is get down, slaps the vial out of the hand, and then he moves over and hides himself. I was thinking like, what kind of logic is that? And Colin, kind of, Colin Firth caught it to be fair. I was just like, so that was another thing, Colin Firth. I'm, I'm sure Colin Firth like shot him dead in the, the middle of his face. <laughs> But instead, he only got a graze on his temple. Maybe it's just because he was dodgy. Yeah, and mate, yeah mate, that's true. That's true, actually. I never thought about it like that. But there, yeah, there were a lot of parallels with the first one. Like, so obviously, there's the, the bar fight, mm. which they just kind of switched up yeah. a bit. Um, I do kind of wish with sequels that they didn't... And obviously, calling back to the first film's fun, but try and do something a little bit more original. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually quite liked the film. I thought it was enjoyable. It was funny. I feel like I, I laughed more at this one than I remember laughing in the first one. Mm. But mostly that's just because Elton John was just shouting and swearing yeah. <laughs> in his ridiculous costume. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't feel like Merlin needed to step on the landmine. Mm. Like, you know, he'd frozen it and they probably could have got out of the way. I, I don't know. I was, and also, I do feel like... I would. I do want him to come back, but I would be a little bit like, oh, it's a cop-out because no one seems to really die in these things. Mm. It's like, you know, Colin first back to life and... You know that gel thing they put around yeah. his heads to. I can't feel sorry for his mate though. He's looking after his dog. He's just like doing the guy a favour and just dying. Yeah. First one into the film like that. Jesus. When I went, so I don't know if this was same for you, but there are a lot of old people in the cinema, and I'm they, saying old like they were loving they, all the old. Yeah. Forty, fifty. So, yeah. They were loving what, all the old. One bloke was loving when. Uh, so the main guy was he Scotch? No. <clears throat> what was the main guy's name? What champagne? Champagne. Yeah. What bang? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, when Jeff Bridges was getting, I think he got the whiskey and he just went like that. And this guy just started cracking up and I was like, what's so funny about this? For the, for the you know, the listeners that can't see what oh, you just did, oh, what was he doing? rubbing whiskey across his moustache, right. but what does that mean? Does that mean something to anyone here? Smelling it. Don't know. Mm. Maybe they I don't know, maybe it's how you can tell good, good whiskey. You should wipe your Jack, Jackie D on your... Jack on my face. Your uh, <laughs> pathetic attempt at moustache. He would shower in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not feel that? Um, I just heard that. <laughs> so there are a lot of famous people in this, and they're not all in it for very long. Do you kind of feel like was a, when they were introducing them, it's a bit like a money shot? It's like, hey, look who we've got in this film. Like, there'd always be like a, a zoom into their face, and there was a little kind of knowing kind of look at the camera. Like, oh, we've got Jeff Bridges, we've got Channing Tatum, Halle Berry. As well, didn't they? Yeah, was his name Michael Gambon? Yeah. Um, even Elton John. And you're like, he's in it quite a bit, though. I quite like it when mm. it's kind of more subtle that you know you don't 
you don't kind of shout and scream about who you've got in your film because it's a bit. But not so subtle that you don't even know like Daniel Craig being a stormtrooper in Force Awakens. Yeah, that's that's more him doing it because he wanted to be part of Star Wars, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like they're definitely setting up for a third one? Oh, apparently it's already been announced. It feels like they were, yeah. Because obviously Halle Berry's now the new whiskey, so she'll be And Channing involved. Tatum was back in He's London, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the bowler hat. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He looks well out there. <laughs> I would have liked him to be in it more, but if he's in the third one, then, you know, fair enough. It'd be nice to see yeah. them team up against a bigger bad guy. It's, nice. um, it's not very often that you find sequels that are, like, equally as strong or better than the first one. But I feel like they did a pretty good... Pretty good job. No, I disagree, mate. It wasn't as good. Well, it's like when no, we... well, I'm saying it was like, but it was pretty, it was pretty close. <laughs> it's so, like when we saw... Like I said, if I yeah, gave the first one an 8, I'd give that a 7.5. I'd say it was pretty good. Because normally when you have a sequel, I would say they're normally much worse than the first one. Yeah. What's your rating of it then? Actually, Inbetweeners was, was strong as well, I'm thinking about that. I think I'd like probably give it a 7. 7? Or a, just under a 7, but not a 6.5. But when we, so when we went to the Empire Live podcast, um, obviously Matthew Vaughan and Mark Strong were there. Um, and he's, Matthew Vaughan, who's a director, said that the reason he has never done a sequel before is because he never felt like they were as good. And he said they only did this one because he felt like... Well, he said he saw it more as a continuation than an actual sequel, hence why it's not called Kingsman 2. It's just like a continuation of the first one. Um, more like it? Slash, he wanted to redo his kitchen at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he kind of did that with uh, X-Men uh, Days of Future Past because he was it that one he said he just no Kick-Ass 2 he said he, he yeah. kind of produced that just because he wanted the money yeah. um, he did what a sellout man fuck it now if you're getting a few mil then I thought it was pretty good Kick-Ass 2 not as good as one but it's pretty good oh, I didn't like Kick-Ass 2 um, so Kingsman 2 we'd all recommend yeah. yeah we'd watch the third one if it came out mm-hmm. yeah there's also been people suggesting that Taron Egerton could be the next Bond because he's obviously oh, no. young and in a spy franchise. Excuse, no, I don't think so. He's yeah. too young. Exe. Oh, right, okay. I think he's too young. Fair enough. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think, no. Just... Was like, was suit pretty well, though? I think Daniel Craig does pretty well as 007 personally. But yeah, but yeah. he's. I think this is the next Bond 26 or whatever is going to be his last one. Yeah, I know. That's what he said about Spectre. Yeah, but then they offered him bare money. Exactly. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think he pulls it off really well. Some people disagree with me because they don't think he's like, suave enough, but I think, I think he's pretty... What, Eggsy? Who? No, Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah but was, like there was loads of controversy because he was like, I fucking hate it, I'd never do it again. <laughs> yeah. This is what allegedly he said, yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably he's quite stressful. They're long films, like stunts, majority of it. Yeah, he's got nothing else to do all year. He's yeah. like in peak yeah, physical true. fitness. Yeah, true. It's true. true. Millions of pounds and yeah. dollars to jump around and you've got nothing to, to complain about, Daniel. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, what else have we seen at cinema this week? So, what's the other one? American Assassin. Have we all seen that? Yep. No. Are you going to watch it? I, I don't even know what it is. Okay, so well, spoilers. We didn't yeah, spoil it last week, Spoiler. so we could talk yeah. more in detail about it this week. So, who saw it this week? You two. Yeah. yeah. Oops, have you seen it? He's seen it already. Yeah, seen it. You've seen it already. To be fair, I thought more about, you know, you saying he wasn't really an assassin. I was trying to do the count and it counts to about at least 10 people he kills. Okay. What's the threshold for an assassin? I don't know, mate. I don't know. He he looked more like an assassin at the very end of the film because he was going to assassinate someone. Yeah. That's, that was the yeah. but the other I ones. Was, yeah. The, the, ones, I the, only, the only one where movie. I feel like he was assassin in the actual film was the hotel room. Because he snuck in. Yeah. He killed the guard. He killed the guy. Yeah, I feel like an assassin needs to be more clandestine. Stealthy. Yeah, rather than like an agent who just walks in and shoots people. Yeah. But apparently it's like 
but this person I was speaking to said it's completely different to the book. Like, the guy who's his mate who gets stabbed, not not his mate, this the other the agent, other agent who gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah. It's apparently meant to be a main character in the fourteen book series. Okay. And that guy's meant to turn into a villain in the fourteen book series, but he's not. Well, maybe he will. He'll come back no. alive. No. What was it that we found? Odd about it, not odd, but maybe the, silly. The bit where, well, I don't know. I just find it confusing. So the, the girl, he was like, the girl knew um, about uh, the person called Ghost or whatever, and he was, and then the main character, common main character's name, Mitch. No, not Mitch. I don't know. But he was like, yeah, how do you know about Ghost? Then he started drowning her. So I was like, okay, yeah, she's a spy or something like that. So then the next day, they had her all like tied up and and whatnot, and then he was like. Oh, I need you. So then he broke her free to so they could go and catch the bad guy. But I thought she was working with the bad guy. That's why he was trying to drown him the day before. And then <laughs> and then they got to the bit where um, what's his face was being kept. Um, Michael Keaton was being kept. And then she was like, "I want to die." Kills herself. And I was like, "Oh, all right then." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really random actually. But then to be fair, before she got in the car, she didn't know that her uncle had died. Okay. So then once she knew her uncle was died, she had no family, family left. Okay. So she well, that's why she killed herself. That's my deduction there. But I don't I don't I thought she was part of the bad group. But she seemed she made it sound like she was then part of a third group that we didn't know about. Mm. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if if you're gonna kind of um if there's gonna be a twist that one of the kind of quote unquote good people it turns out to be a double agent or whatever, there needs to be a little bit of foreshadowing at least. Like there didn't seem to be you I know, thought they were gonna have no a love interest. Like, there's That's... no like secret phone calls and you're like, oh who's she calling? Yeah. It's just kind of like uh, oh, she's a bad guy. Or he just kind of figures it out. He's just, he's talking to her and he's like, Oh yeah he's a bad guy. Oh, okay, cool. And then yeah, yeah next yeah, next minute she's she's back on the the good side. Um, and the CIA is super incompetent. <laughs> and the CIA really, really, really wants to push this guy to be an agent for no apparent reason whatsoever. But that, they, they end up... So, it is Mitch, isn't it? Like, he tracks the the uh, villain through his cell phone. I'm like, okay, if you're that bad... Through his cell phone? Yeah, doesn't he... He's, he's, they're, like, tracking him on the car, um, and they get to the location in that housing estate mm. um, because based on his, you know, GPS. I'm oh, like, yeah. if you're a part of like a supervillain organisation you at least you know make sure people can't track you that easily yeah. if you don't get a signal <laughs> you can't send a text and why, why can they track your phone I also feel like I would have been more interested in the film if it was him actually targeting the terrorists and taking them out because that started off as the plot yeah. and then very quickly it changed to this mm. ghost guy yeah. um, and then the stakes were so high with a nuclear bomb that was um, fucking stupid I think <laughs> Six CGI though, I'll tell you, give you that. Yeah. I've got I good. loved Michael Keaton getting tortured. He is <laughs> such a fucking cool guy. He's weirdo, man. He is that you know what that scene reminded me on? Um have any of you seen South Park with Mel Gibson in and he's like, ah, squeeze my nipples, go on, squeeze my nipples <laughs> And he's like telling them how to torture him. Yes. No, that's weird, man. No, that's when they pulled out his now Oh, <laughs> And they killed probably about three million fish. Right? Yeah, exactly. And other sea life. Mate, them fishermen should be getting in there. Like, oh no, they'll be all um, radioactive. Radioactive, yeah. 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 Turning free our fish like Simpsons, isn't it? <laughs> also, but then like, there was a part where he the Dylan O'Brien's character drives the car into their kind of lair, yeah. and then like it blows up. But at this point, we didn't know that the nuclear bomb had 
been removed. And I'm thinking, you don't want any explosions anywhere near a nuclear bomb because it's just going to blow up. This is true. Although he had no idea the nuclear bomb was in there, he just was going to save Michael Keaton, wasn't he? Fair enough. What did you two think of it then? Did you enjoy it? Was I enjoyed it. Like... it. Um, obviously, some of it was a bit like, what the hell's happening? But uh, I thought it was quite good. Probably between 6.5 and a 7, I'd say. Would you watch another one if it came out? Probably wouldn't actively go cinema, but mm. I would probably watch it at some point. Yeah, I thought it was decent. I love the like the montages and the training and the building up of the character, as opposed to because like the next one would just be like him, like the same thing in it, but like the Kingsman. So it's just like mm. following on. So he's already this super amazing assassin, and he might come up against a big boss who who's a little bit better. Yeah. We also went to Odeon's Scream Unseen. So this mm-hmm. is their sister of the Screen Unseen, but this is for Meant to horror make you film. scream. Should have been a horror film. Um, it was, so we, we, the film was called The Ritual. Um, we, we were kind of... Well, I was hoping it would be Flatliners. Uh, it didn't turn out to be that. Um, so The Ritual is a British... And I say it's loosely horror film, uh, where... So that it starts off with five friends in the pub talking about where they want to go on a lad's holiday. Um, and then... And basically one of them's not growing up and he really wants to go on a proper lad's holiday and the others are like, I want to yeah. go on a mellow one. Yeah, so they want to go like, hiking in Sweden something or something. And then, yeah, so Rafe Spall's the main character. Oh, do you want to go hiking through Sweden, mate? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be, be beautiful. Yeah. So Rafe Spall's... The main character, I can't remember his name. Um, I can't remember any of their names, to be honest. That's how much I didn't really enjoy it. Um, Anyway, he wants to carry on drinking, so he goes into a convenience store uh, with one of his other mates um, just to get a bottle of vodka. Then the convenience store is actually in the process of being robbed by, you know, some thugs, and Rafe Spall's mate ends up dying. Um, Because of of Rafe Spall's as well. No, actually, both of them, they're both dumb. So both, sorry, they both see this incident happen. This woman is on the floor beaten to a pulp. These two guys rock up out of the cupboard. They haven't spotted the two main characters yet, or the two characters. One of them quickly ducks behind an aisle and gets cover and knocks a bottle. So they then turn and see the other guy. Right. And the other guy just stands there, yeah? Just stands there. And they're like, give me your wallet, your phone. And he's like, okay. He's like, we can take, calm down. And they're like, give me your phone. He's like, all right, all right. Gives it. And then he's, they're like, we want your wedding ring. And he's like, oh, I can't give you my wedding ring. And they're like, just give me your wedding ring. I'm like... They've got a machete in their hand. Give them your bloody wedding ring. Yeah. And then he gets his face sliced in and then hit in the head again. And he's all bloody and dead. Nice. Yeah. And then so Rafe Spall feels really guilty. Um, And then it kind of cuts to six months later and they're actually hiking in Sweden, the four of them. And then they kind of pay a little tribute to their fallen friend. Um, But all throughout there's kind of this tension that some of the friends kind of blame Rafe Spall for not helping him, Mm. helping their friend out bit more but obviously it would have endangered himself it's kind of like yeah. one of those Catch what, what would you do in that situation yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of didn't really start off as much of a horror film like it was kind of a I don't know like a not a coming of age film because they're all like in their mid 30s or early 40s but it was yeah. kind of like a, fr- a friendship kind of drama mm. um, kind of getting over the loss of their friend um, and then they one of their friends, whilst they're hiking, like, breaks his ankle or hurts his knee. Oh, yeah. And so they want to take a shortcut through these woods. Um, and then they kind of seek sanctuary during the from the rain in this cabin. 
Oh, no. um, Did you missed a bit on the way to the cabin they see a dead deer just stuck in a tree oh yeah it's all gutted uh, and they see all these weird like symbols and stuff and then <laughs> turn around <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally Blair Witch Project oh. yeah well during the night in this cabin like they all have nightmares um, <laughs> and there's this weird kind of scarecrow with no sca- head yeah scarecrow in the loft um, and then after that point they all sort of have weird like visions one wets himself the other one is praying naked to the scarecrow. The other one's having a nightmare and he's just in the corner like, no, don't touch me, don't touch me. And then the other one wakes up outside the cabin with three holes in his chest there. Yeah, so Rave Spore right. is like kind of antlers. Right. Like, like dead. Prongs. No, he's alive though. He's just like, they're like shallow oh, wounds. Right, right. Anyway, so then they kind of carry on walking through his it's words and then they kind of uh, slowly get picked off one by one by this monster which you don't really see um it was just can i just say the film was so illogical because their logic was so they got to his cabin the main character was really suspect to the cabin and then they like then all realized after having this this trauma that they needed to get through this forest as soon as possible so in my head logically you'd go back the way you came because it would be quicker (laughs) Then going through a forest, you don't know where the exit is, like, on the other side kind of thing. So mm. you're like, there's the entrance, well, so the entrance is, like, half a day away, while the exit could be three days away. They had no idea. <laughs> and I was just like, go back on yourself. And they just wouldn't go back on themselves. Mm. It just really drove me insane. And then there was this guy, they were like, you need to head southwest, yeah? One of the guys decided, oh, there's a clear path over there, which had been chopped down. The path had been chopped away yeah. to indicate that that is the trap, and he went down it. Mm. Yeah, like, it's a, and obviously it, like during their kind of trip through the forest, like one of them's like, "Oh, it was your fault, thing he died." Um, Smacks the nice. you know, right. conflict, and then yeah, they get picked off one by one and end up all. Oh, but the main character died. has been selected to be one of the because basically you find out there's like this whole cult of people who worship this godlike creature right. and he's been chosen to be part of that group because yeah. they, they become immortal right. so they can't die unless this thing kills them yeah <laughs> the thing is it's like we were saying the other day like I think we said it in the podcast do you think it's scary when you can't see the monster yeah, yeah. in this case yeah it is because the monster was ridiculous it was like this it was like it looked like a huge kind of antelope or deer or something <laughs> yeah. like that right. but it was made of like tree yeah and it had wood. like a spider <laughs> it had like you know, do you know what the underside of like a stingray looks like? It's got that little smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> kind of had one of those faces, right? It's kind of like a deer with a stingray face. Yeah. And like hands and the side where its ears would be. And it was just looked absolutely ridiculous. I thought it was so yeah. stupid. And it was huge as well. And I was just like laughing when I saw it. But it didn't die. And it couldn't leave the, leave the forest. So anyway, so like you get like... The film's probably less than two hours long. Yeah, it was like... Hour and a half-ish. Hour and a half, yeah. But anyway, so the first, like, hour and ten minutes is, you know, them being picked off walking through the woods. And then Rafe Spall and the guy who accuses him of basically leading to his friend's death, they're obviously the ones who remain. Mm-hmm. And then, the, not Rafe Spall, the other one. Literally, I can't remember their names. I'm so sorry. I'm kind of doing what Chris does when he yeah. describes the film. But um, <laughs> That guy... You know just that, that guy. guy the guy with glasses yeah. he ends up being sacrificed um, and then yeah so like the, demon, the the monster thing picks him up puts him on a tree very quickly he's death and uh, then Rafe Spall like tries to fight this thing with a 
the gun. And then, but the thing is, this is what I didn't understand as well, yeah. is the, the monster, you know, picks him up the same as he would with any of his victims, but then puts him back down and just like smushes his face in the mud and then proceeds to like walk away, at which point Ray Spall then shoots him and he comes back and again doesn't try and kill him and then Ray Spall just runs away. I was like, the, yeah, the, 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 the logic of the monster as well has just completely changed and it just mm. didn't make any sense. And the whole kind of reasoning for why people are being picked off, that happens very, is explained very quickly right at the end. I just thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. I won't lie, I'm going to give this a two. Yeah, it really wasn't good. Ooh, it does sound The only reason I'm not giving it a one is because I thought the main character had some sense in his head. It wasn't that suspenseful either. Mm. It was just kind of like, you know, there was no, I didn't really feel that particularly tense. I didn't really connect with any of the characters. No. Um, has anyone seen the, either the film The Witch with Anya Taylor-Joy or Troll Hunter? Which is a I saw, Norwegian yeah, I, film. I, start, I started watching Troll Hunter, but I got bored because nothing was happening. Well, that's basically, yeah. so this film... It's like, very... a, it's like an A-level project, isn't it? You're yeah, just going yeah. through the woods with a camera. Yeah. Well, just like, oh my God, there's something I, there. I, I and then thought... your mate's like shaking a tree. Yeah. When I was watching this film, which is called The Ritual, I was thinking of Troll Hunter, not just because it's set in Scandinavia, but I genuinely thought the monster would turn out to be a troll. Um, and also, <laughs> in Troll Hunter, when you do eventually see the troll, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Isn't it sh- fucking like a two-story yes, it's tall monster? Stupid. Yeah. See, I think like, I know you were saying that you, you think it's scary when you don't see... Monsters, which is fine. I think I think if a villain is like a person, like a mad person, I think that w- that would do me just as just as much as yeah. something that I can't be can't see. Yeah, because yeah. at least you can kind of relate to it. As yeah. if it's like an alien, you're like, well, we've got no connection to that whatsoever. Yeah. So you know, it's out of this world. But yeah, I really would not re- recommend watching the no, ritual. I wouldn't. He uh, got a decent rating as well, which really surprised me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is why we're not professional critics, but maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should be. Um, and then let's move on from that. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. <laughs> I watched Blade Runner, the original eighty two oh, version, okay. because I know that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is coming out soon. So I wanted to rewatch the original uh, in preparation for this. Harrison Ford's back in it. Oh my God, it was boring, man. Yeah. It was so boring. Like, this is a film that everyone considers like a cult classic. Mm. And I have watched it before, I just couldn't remember anything about it. This film is two hours long and it is the most slow paced thing ever. So it's about. So it's set in the future, which, funny enough, from the 80s, was 2019. So oh. we're only a year and a half away from when this was set. Buying um, cars in two years, please. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> basically, Harrison Ford plays someone called Deckard, who is a Blade Runner. And Blade Runner is basically a police force that hunt down replicants. Replicants are human-looking, kind of advanced... uh, They're not really robots, but they're kind of artificial creations. They have, like, a four-year lifespan, but they're stronger than humans, more intelligent, you know, super, basically, humans. And um, they're supposed to do off-planet kind of stuff, like clearing planets so people can you know, move there. Yeah. But then they come to Earth to try and find their creator to extend their life because um, they don't want to die after four years. Right. Um, but because they're going around killing people, Deckard needs to kind of hunt them down. To it. Yeah. It sounds so, like a robot. A little bit, yeah. Mm. Um, it sounds like the, the plot from the new film. If you've seen the trailer. Yeah, it might well be, to be <laughs> honest. So there's four of them, right? But 
I mean, this is set in like, it's like neo-noir, so everything's like really dark and like it's really difficult to kind of make anything out. But the pacing of it is so slow, like, it's just a lot of talking and then when he does finally meet one of the replicants, like, there isn't really much action, they don't fight for very long, he just kind of shoots them and that's it and then they move on. Um, and there's like a subplot where he meets this woman who is a replicant but doesn't realise it um, and... By the end of it, they I'm um, spoilers, but by the end of it, they fall in love. But there's no kind of, there isn't really much suggestion of of them falling in love. Right. It's just kind of like, I think you see her like three points throughout the film, and by the end of it, they're in love. And I was like, okay. Um, and then. Mate, you can't question love. The big, the, the main, <laughs> the main replicant who's played by Root Gahawa. If you've ever seen Hobo with a Shotgun, he's the hobo. Oh really? Um, yeah. So he's in it, um, and he's fighting Deckard. And then Deckard falls, but is saved by... I think his name's Rick? Rick Batty or something like that? <laughs> He's a Batty. Um, <laughs> he ends up saving him, and then just allows himself to die. And I was like, what? I spent two hours watching... I thought it'd be more action-packed than this. But it was one, kind of one of those... When you say action, so I'm going back. You said that <clears throat> Harrison Ford's character meets one of the robot things. And he shoots him instead of engaging in a fight. If these things are more clever and stronger, why the fuck would you not just shoot in the head? I know. Like, Indiana Jones, there was like, you know that scene with the guy with the sword? Yeah. And he's like, apparently he was ill that day. So he's just like, well, I've got a gun. Bang, yeah, bang. Shoot him. Yeah. Your logic is flawed, Glenn. I know. Boom. But it was just Harrison kind of... Harrison knows what he's doing. He's got a gun, he's just going to shoot it. It was just like a very slow-paced kind of science fiction Detective film. film. There wasn't even much detective going on. Like he wasn't actually that good a, you know, he wasn't really the hero. Like he, he, I think he kills two of them. Uh, one of them dies on his own accord, and his lover kills the other one. And I don't know. I I think I was expecting a lot more yeah. from it. Um, I will obviously see the new one, but I don't know. It was just kind of like one of those moody kind mm. of sci-fi, uh, really slow paced. Um, visually, it was pretty good considering it's made in the eighties, but. I don't know, it wasn't my cup of tea. So, are you worried about the new one then? Not worried about it, because I like the actors and I like the director. So, I'm hoping it'll be... But from the trailers, do you not think that... Do you think it looks better? I mean, regardless, for the point that, you know, it's 30 years apart and obviously special effects are going to be much better. Well, I feel like there'll be more of a a villain in this. So, like, obviously, Jared Leto feels like he's going to be quite an integral part of this. Um, do you do you uh, meet the creator, and do yeah. the AIs meet the creator? Yeah. And do all the AIs die? Uh, the four. That... Yeah, the four do. I thought you said he falls in love with one. So well, there's four kind of villainous ones. Uh, the one he meets, her name's Rachel, because um, there's a test you can do to determine if someone's a replicant, right? So you, he asks them a lot of questions, and he's trying to stimulate an emotional response because the whole thing is you know, in a lot of science fiction as well, is that you can recreate intelligence, blah, 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 but you can't recreate emotion mm. and memory. Um, so he asks her questions to try and elicit an uh, emotional response, but uh, by the end of it, he says, you're a replicant. She's like, I'm not a replicant. Like, she thinks she's human because she has memories of her mother, but they're, they're implanted. Mm. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so he kills the, well, the, four of, the four main ones die, and then she's alive, but... He gets told to kill her as well because she's a replicant, but he mm. doesn't. There's also um, several theories that Deckard is in himself a replicant 
because um, I think the, I think it's the creator or even Rachel says to him, "Oh, have you ever done this test?" He's like, "No," um, but he has these dreams of unicorn, and there's a one of his colleagues who is human makes origami figures and leaves them at the kind of sites where replicants have been, right. and he leaves a unicorn in Deckard's room, which suggests that. You know he knows what his memories are because they're implanted. Right. Um, I don't know. There's uh, Ridley Scott, who's the director, said that he thinks Deckard is a replicant, but it's kind of open to your interpretation. But if they only live for four years, this is my. And he's thing. turning up in this film. This is my no thing. One. This is my thing. Maybe he. Maybe he's a special it, one. I was just thinking as well. Surely for the first one, so if Harrison Ford falls in love with one, he knows that she's going to die. Maybe he might be like, oh, I'm going to do the job that. You know the ones that I'm hunting down are gonna yeah are also trying to do to live long. They, they look yeah. like they could. They look like um. Forgot his name. I was going to Harrison Ford for help in the trailers. Ryan Gosling. That's yeah. Um, also, interestingly, when I was reading up on it, Ridley Scott, who obviously did Alien, he said that there's a kind of link between them in the sense that you know in Prometheus. Um, it's all about Michael Fassbender wanting to meet his creator, mm. who's Guy Pearce. Apparently, Guy Pearce's character, I can't remember his name, Shaw, maybe? Yeah. Um, his mentor was Tyrell, who is the creator of the replicants. Interesting. So it's one of those things that, you know, mm. you know it's a, one of their uni- the same universe. Really could be the Scottiverse. Yeah. Is there an alien just at the back background <laughs> behind, behind Harrison Ford? He's just like, oh. Start running in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else? What have you lot seen then? Anything worth mentioning? Have you seen anything? Yeah. So you've not been for for a long time. Tell us more. Yeah. Of what so, you've been watching. Uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix called Fed Up, and it's basically on how the government has um, sort of manufactured how food is getting worse. If that makes sense, worse in quality or health or price. Or is it good? Yeah, you, it's, yeah, it is. It is a good. Is it's opened my eyes to how you should be eating, really. Okay. Because is it, basically, it, it tells you how. Back in the day, I can't remember the date of it. The president of the United States at the time brought through, or the government at the time brought through. Um, that basically food had to be there, there had to be no fat in food but obviously when you take is this in America? yeah <laughs> wow yeah um, <laughs> so yeah the government said basically you've got to get rid of the so fat in food audience. because it will make people get really fat yeah obviously so then to replace the fat in food to make it taste nice you put sugar in uh-huh. Which turns into fat. Which turns into fat, but a more concentrated fat, which makes you fatter. And it basically just basic. It goes through the story of how that has turned into what we are now. With, for example, in the schools, the kids eating pizzas, burgers, hot dogs, nothing nutritious and all processed rubbish, mm-hmm. which is making them fatter, unhealthy, and basically just ruining their lives. How did you find out about this? This doesn't sound like your kind of thing. We always watch stuff like this. Really? Yeah. Well, my brother actually 
showed it to me. But yeah, this is the sort You're of part thing. of the vegan movement now. Is it going to all be no. on your Facebook? It's like, just the yeah, f- southern fried chicken. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this, it, this is not very good. It, it's, it's taught him something, but at the same time, KFC is okay, so, so, yeah, yeah Same with meal doing. Yeah. So, what's the. So, does it follow the government? Yeah, so it basically just follows the story of how food has changed and basically how food manufacturers or food producers like McDonald's or people that produce hot dogs are basically just pumping a load of crap into food, making it taste nice, making it addictive, um, plus advertising it to kids on kid TV to make sure they go out and buy it. And it... It's basically just blown companies like McDonald's, KFC, Pizza Hut out of proportion and basically saying that you shouldn't eat it anymore. Okay. So how does it kind of... So is is this a documentary that's balanced or is it very much the agenda of you shouldn't eat at these places or this particular type of food? It's very much of the agenda you shouldn't eat at the places. And what does it do to kind of dissuade you from that? Is it Does it show like graphic images of people... Stomachs, no, or, it, you know, it it just basically gives you facts of what's in the food you're eating and how that is affecting your body in bad ways. Okay, basically, well, I don't think that's enough for some people. No, because I think we all understand yeah. what yeah. we eat can be bad, but it's, does it shock you into? Well, it, this is the thing as well. It has three school kids, and it those school kids are basically telling their stories of they're over, they're overweight, they're obese kids, and they're basically telling their story of how they're they're struggling to try and lose that weight because of the food that they're getting advertised and pumped into the schools and basically how it's just a losing battle for everyone to try and lose weight. I I, I, I think it's a difficult topic because I think food is essentially, we'll see, this different scaling completely Mm -hmm. here. Similar to cigarettes in this case. Yeah, it's addictive. Uh, it's yeah, addictive, exactly. yeah. And, like, on cigarette packets, their idea to stop people from doing it is to have pictures of, like, doing it. So And that doesn't even dissuade a lot of people. No. Dissuade yeah, words. They say yeah, like, sugar, sugar and caffeine. More, yeah, more addictive, addictive than cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my point is, though, like, so obviously you give them facts to people and it will, it will obviously trigger some people to be like, oh, my God, that's yeah. alarming, I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And you show pictures and, again... It'll alarm people, but I don't think it'll be enough. Like it's it's got to be like some it's your, it's your mental state about it all really, mm. or you got to balance it. You got to do that, one thing with another thing yeah. that's equally, which is equally as healthy as it is bad. Yeah. Kind of. But that's the thing. It, this documentary. Um, is it, this, is it all? Is it situated in America? This documentary is yeah, it England. Okay. No, it's, it's it's in America. Okay. Um, the documentary no, brought up a um, statistic of basically what a calorie is. So, for example, we, we, if you went to McDonald's and you got a medium Coke, for example, that's X amount of calories. But to burn off that, that one Coke, you have to work out or run for an hour and a half. And it's just like, is that one Coke worth an hour and a half of exercise and no one does that hour and a half of exercise and some people drink three hour and a half exercise yeah to is this, off that is one. this a full oh, fat coke 10 minutes of sex yeah this is a full fat <laughs> yeah. so does yeah. it yeah, 10 minutes does oh, it oh, we'll be so lucky does it offer any comment on the kind di- of low calorie or right. fat yeah. free things yeah so for example a diet coke which has zero calories the calories don't really mean anything because 
to make it sweeter and taste sort of nice, they pump a load of um, aspartame. Aspartame, fructose, corn syrup, uh, sweeteners, which are worse than sugar in some cases because basically you're ingesting the sweeteners. Your body thinks it's getting sugar. So it releases insulin. So it releases insulin and basically just fucks up your kidney. Uh, in some ways, diet is worse than full fat. Yeah. That's all right then. Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, so how, was it, how has it affected the way that you eat or so, think about food? I've been like 24 hours after you went <laughs> Oh my God, veg. Just like organic <laughs> everything. Yeah, after that. So I, I watched it a week ago and basically in the last week, I've stopped drinking fizzy drinks. I don't drink fizzy drinks anymore. And I'm trying to cut down on what I'm eating. But because of my work, I'm going to some places that has nothing around it but fast food. It's just easy. Can you not bring lunch with you? I could, but I'm lazy. Okay. But One of the problems in the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it opens my eyes to what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. So basically, I'm... Just trying to cut out processed food. Don't look at that. Oh, um, to, be, to be fair though, like so, you saying like documentary and stuff. I was watching. I was watching this like on Facebook. They have these sixty second video things where they give you like it's like the sixty second documentaries, which are actually yeah. quite interesting. Yeah. And then there's this one where it gives you facts about stuff. So the one I saw the other day was how much water you should consume a day. And the I thought it was two liters, but actually it's meant to be three liters a day you're meant to consume. Okay. And like apparently, like helps your metabolism a lot more, clears yeah. your skin up because you're hydrating yeah. your whole body. I was like, shouldn't you have like a pint of water in the well, morning did, to kick your start? Uh, your metabolism? Did, well, you're meant to. If you feel hungry, having a glass of water should fill you up. Yeah, I don't, I don't but, but up. this is the thing as well. Coming well, not fill you up, but um, not make you yeah hung, as hungry. Yeah, so coming okay. off of that point, I watched a video years ago on YouTube about how much water you should consume, and that person that was doing that basically said you shouldn't you should drink as much basically drink when you're thirsty don't don't overdo it overdo it because obviously when you drink too much water you dissolve all the salt in your body and then you get complications because of that yeah because they, they did say in this thing as well that you like so like there's people who have the glass of water mm-hmm. and they will just like gulp it all down but you're actually meant to take some, just sips you're not meant to just if you've got a glass of water you just take a few sips yeah. and Shouldn't do any more than that, really. Yeah. Mm. But you should collectively then drink a glass before you have your like an hour before you go and have food or something. Mm. So then when you, in this but then because when because yeah. when you have then when you have this is a different thing now. So <laughs> when you have the food, it's good films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting though. It's all this it stuff is. is interesting. There's a lot. Of, there's a there's a couple of other Netflix documentaries which I've heard of, not seen. I think one's about the dairy industry mm-hmm. and how bad that is, and one also about yeah. um, I think it's it might have been a vegan inspired documentary, but it's about yeah. meat and again how the um, yeah, what's it on. called? There's what's that industry called? Uh, not pasture. Poultry? Well, yeah, you know, like animals that go out to pasture and they're used for food. I don't know what pasture um, means. Oh, like field, field. like field, free range. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so animals that you know graze a patch right. of land, but just to be killed. I can't. I'm sure there's a a particular word for it. I can't think of it. At the so moment. free range. No, but no, but like, yeah, no, the, the meat industry yeah. essentially, um, and how yeah, it's all really yeah. bad for us. Well, yeah, that's the thing. On on the fed up as well. It goes into the the dairy sea, and basically. Obviously, back then, in the old days, like 1950s or whatever, you, you always got full-fat milk from cows. 
But then obviously they cut out the fat in food, so they produce skimmed milk, but that's left over a load of milk that is just basically going to go bad. But they turned it into cheese. Processed cheese, shit cheese, cheese shrinks, baby bells, stuff like Burger that. Cheese. Burger cheese. Burger cheese. Like some cheese I mean, on my salad. Which <laughs> then the government started to push forward into TV and advertise all this shitty cheese. And that's basically created the cheese market and created a load of shit cheese that we're not supposed to be eating. Talking about shit cheese, yeah. I don't know how, and I don't know how I'm going to get how I've added to one and one to get two here. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> literally, literally, uh, not literally. That's not even the word that's even related to this topic at all. Oh. So basically, have you seen like how they do advertisements for like fast food and stuff and like cereal? Like they don't actually cook the burger for all the way through. Oh, right. So they like yeah, yeah, yeah. sear the top so it looks nice and crisp, and then yeah. they put they perfectly put the lettuce, and they don't cook the burger all the way yeah. through so it's yeah. not burnt. I think that's mad. And like I think one cereal advert, it doesn't have milk in the bowl; so it has glue. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah. I was like, it's, I mean, it's a good idea because it like attracts people well, to it. But... It looks attractive. It's yeah. food porn, isn't it? But it's just like, so mad. Food porn. Food porn. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would like. Uh, maybe I might watch that. But yeah. I'd like to see this podcast. We talk and we watch everything and <laughs> yeah. anything. Joe, yeah. like it? Good. Yeah. Suggestion, <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's what, watch was that dog. on Netflix? Did you say? Yeah, that was on Netflix. The thing is, oh. I'm actually quite hungry now. You said <laughs> about that. I was actually thinking about getting a KFC earlier. Yeah, changed my mind. Nah. Pizza is apparently the most addictive food, followed by chocolate. Pizza is one of the most addictive foods, but Pizza Hut is the worst one because it doesn't actually use real cheese. Oh, really. that's why I love Pizza <laughs> Hut. Don't worry, I get it every time I come back from a holiday. Joe Simpson's views do not fully represent <laughs> of your average critics podcast. Um, oh, please, no, let's get Chris's story about Valentine's Day. Get oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, God. please. Oh, it must be in a podcast funny. somewhere. It can't be in the. I'll do it. I'll Save do it for another I'll, time. I'll, I'll, in February, I'll, I'll do the story. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm, my life I'm is sure so you've been sad. watching recently. Um, you're pretty quiet. I don't know if you're knackered or. No, I'm just. Partying all night, mate. I, um, I watched two yeah. films actually yesterday. Uh, I watched a Chinese film uh, called Wolf Warrior. Um, what's oh, sorry? What was Wolf it? Wolf Warrior? Oh, okay, I've heard of that. Um, the only reason I wanted to watch it was because there's Wolf Warrior two, and that's like one of the highest grossing films of twenty seventeen so far. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it's the yeah. only foreign language film I think to be in the top twenty film highest grossing films ever, or something. You write that down oh, for wow. me on the other on the other page. Where I've written fed up, please. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. So yeah, it's about it's, the first one's not great. Apparently, the second one's better than the first. The first one's not, the first one's okay. It's basically this guy, uh, obviously it's all set in China, this guy who's uh, in the Chinese army and he kills a... Do you guys, do you guys mind if I spoil it? I oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it, mate, yeah. So he kills a drug dealer uh, right at the start of the film, but without the consent of his commanding officer. So then he goes to his, uh, his base or whatever to be reprimanded and they're basically like, why did you do this? Why did you not follow the orders of your command officer? He basically just like, because he's a sniper, so he basically just like, because I'm that good. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, you've got, I like to cut your jib, we'll send you to, <laughs> 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 so they send them to uh, this special, I think they call them, I think they call them the wolf warriors. They call them the wolf, the wolf something, I think. Uh, this special base, that's basically like a, an offset group of the 
whatever their army is who are like these special specially trained so he goes to them lot and while that's happening um some massive drug dealer is about to be um arrested uh for obviously for selling drugs and then then he gets all these mercenaries to come and shoot up all the policemen and then this guy uh, his brother is the same person who died right at the beginning of the film that the main guy killed if that makes any sense so the, the guy who was killed at the beginning of the film is the brother of the villain of the film okay so then uh, yeah so this guy joins up with the Wolfgang with the Wolfgang the Wolfgang Wolfgang kill them all now there are four in the Wolfgang <laughs> yeah. and they're they're doing a simulation training so I, th- I, I think they're doing a simulation training it was kind of because obviously I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the subtitles and watch the film at the same time so it was, a bit, it was going a bit fast but so I think they were doing a simulation where it was them, the Wolfgang versus um, the actual army to see like who's good at what and stuff like that. So like when they were shooting, I think it was all like blanks and fake bombs and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and so while that's happening, the bad guys hiring mercenaries to. Ki- I think this is where it gets a bit confusing. I think they were hiring him to kill the guy who killed his brother. So then, whilst they're doing the training, they are encountered by a pack of wolves. And really badly CGI'd wolves as well. And these wolves, there's about 35 wolves just come out of nowhere and try to kill this group of people. And if they, they eventually they fight off the wolves and they get fire and the wolves run away and stuff like that. They're like, oh yeah, we made it, woo! And then they go to like some forest thing and then the mercenaries come and they're like, bang, around, kills them, um, couple couple guys. And one guy, this one, like, do you remember in, what film do you want to look, in life, yeah, when the guy was like, one of the guys was like, oh yeah, I've got a door at home. And he's like, oh, you're going to die. Yeah, <laughs> that basically happened in this film as well. Okay. So, so one guy had that he took off his hat, his uh, hat, and he had a picture of his daughter. And he was like, oh, my girl's waiting for me at home. He kisses the hat. And was like, you, that's the kiss of death. You're gonna die. Yeah. So that guy dies in the shot two scenes later, and these guys are all like, well upset because obviously it's your comrade and whatnot. Da da da. And then, so then yeah, uh, these mercenaries come kill a couple of them, and then they run off. I f- but I don't know why because the guy who they wanted to capture was still there, but they didn't kill him. I don't know what the plan was, so they run off. They're running to try and get out of China to get to the Chinese border, and um, so then the Wolfgang all go to the Chinese border basically to have like a final battle, and uh, they're basically these like, there's like four mercenaries and they're fucking up a whole army of Chinese people, and one of them writes on a, on a uh, on a big stone um, in Chinese like Chinese Boy Scouts or something like that to kind of like say like he doesn't shit basically, <laughs> so. Yeah, so then one of the, the commanding officer of the Wolfgang, he's like, he's like, um, just basically walking in the woods and then the mercenary starts shooting him and he's not dead, but he's on the floor and they do this thing in China where like, basically if you're shot and you're like, basically, you know, you're going to die, you're like to your, your uh, fellow soldiers, like one of you guys, can you guys kill me? Make it, make it quick, like hurry up sort of thing. Mm. And so he goes to the main guy and he's like, can you kill me? Make it quick. And then it flashes back, I think, from a time where the main guy was in the army before and someone else asked him to kill him and he was, like, bare shitting himself, like, well, scared because obviously he doesn't want to kill his friend. Mm. He didn't fuck it up, did he? That's always worse. So, like, <laughs> you think and he's he... just, like, <laughs> in loads of pain. So, like, they try to, like, rescue him, but any time one gets up to rescue him, they're shot down by the sniper on the, on the other side of the mercenaries. So the guy was just, like, he's about to kill him and then he just starts going, ah! And he starts smacking up this tree with his machine gun the tree falls down so he gives him a barrier and then he grabs the commanding officer and then drags him back to the to the whatever so he didn't have to kill him and then he that the main guy just goes on a mad one and starts killing all the mercenaries and uh, eventually kills the the main mercenary guy and then the main bad guy uh, basically realises that his plan's going awry so he disguises himself as uh, someone who works in the infirmary I think it's called an infirmary the medical people so, so he's about to come and uh, help rescue uh, 
the main guy once he's killed the bad guy and he basically got like this needle uh, I'm assuming full of poison or something like that and then, but then the guy recognises a tattoo on his arm and he like kind of breaks his arm and then um, like stomps on his head basically and then a load of fucking random Chinese guys just start running over like yeah we're going to attack the the main guy and then the main guy's like stamping on this geezer's head and he's like it literally when I win sometimes he's going like what what and basically in the sometimes and then all his mates come man because he's basically like standing over the lead the main bad guy with a gun saying like if you come if you try to attack me I'm going to kill your, your main leader and they're like oh, okay we'll just back off and they all run off and then his mates come and then they arrest the bad guy and then the good guy gets with the command the leader of the wolf gang which is a woman who he kind of had like he had like one team with and apparently they were in love so yeah and then it ended that was so easy in films in back, back in How the was the action? <laughs> yeah, the action was decent, yeah. Um, it was alright. Uh, it's a lot of deaths. The blood was a bit, um, bit like, you can tell it. When people were getting shot, you could tell it was pretty fake. Okay. But that side, yeah, it was alright. And the wolves were really, really CGI'd. <laughs> Apart from that, it was decent. So does it make you want to watch the second one? Um, not really, but I'm going to watch it anyway, just because this is a really high-grossing film, so I think it must it might, might be alright. So. so I've looked it up because I, I wasn't quite sure of the figures, but... This film has made $873.4 million, which is the equivalent of 5.6 billion Chinese uh, yuan, I think it is. Mm. Um, and it is the second highest grossing film of all time in a single market, which means just in the country that it's released in, um, behind Star Wars The Force Awakens, which made $936 million in North America. Um, it is the fourth highest grossing film of 2017 and the 54th highest grossing film of all time. Um, and it's the first and only non-Hollywood film ever to be included in the top 100 list. To be fair though, if you're doing a film in China and you've got like a population of 1.2 billion people, <laughs> you only need half of them to see it. Yeah. If that, you need like a very small majority amount margin to watch it. Because obviously America's only got like 300 million, mm. plus you've got the rest of the world. Well, if that were the case, you'd think a lot more Chinese films would be, would be up there. But yeah, true. true. Yeah, but obviously this film's found a huge audience and there might even be like repeat viewings you know you never know so I mean to, to make that much money in one country is insane um, so I wonder if it will get a release you know internationally I don't know well the, the, the first one's on Netflix so maybe they should put the second one out on oh Netflix. okay cool so I might watch that too um, what else did I watch I watched a really crappy film called The Layover um, and that is got uh, I've seen that I've seen that as well yeah. The Layover I don't know it was on Netflix. I didn't watch it on Netflix, but it might be on Netflix. Awesome. It's got uh, Kate Upson or Upton, and then uh, Alexandra Daddario. So you can guess why I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this uh, the one where they fight over a yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I literally watched the advert on YouTube, like a trailer for it on YouTube on Friday. Did you? So random yeah, that. that uh, is yeah. it a new film? Don't watch it. Set Do you know what? Yeah, actually. You can watch it. Like, yeah. It's not awful, but it's not really any point yeah. in watching it. It's a bit... It, it, I'm just watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, basically. Like, oh, like, oh, did, oh basically, she's beautiful. Alexandra Daddario. These two best mates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're basically both a bit... These two best mates. One, they're both a bit down and they're like... Uh, one of them's like more outgoing than the other one, but she's basically like a failure in life. And the other one's a teacher, but her boss asked her to quit. And she's quite... like She's the smart one, but she's quite like... Um, like timid. She doesn't want to make, make, take risks and stuff like that. So then they're like, oh yeah, we need to go on holiday. So they go on holiday to Fort, Fort something in Florida. Fort Lauderdale. That's the one. And they get, uh, there's like a hurricane or something like that. So they get stuck in St. Louis, I think. 
uh, with this guy who they was who was sitting in the middle of them on the plane way over there, and they both basically like, oh yeah, I want him. So they go through this whole like stunt trying to do updo each other, trying to impress this guy. Um, one of them is, goes, is he hot? The guy, the guy's pretty good at yeah. so you know. And the guy, this guy's like, on his way to a wedding, so he's like trying to get to his bachelor, the bachelor party or something like that. Um, yeah, so he's going through that ordeal, and then there's this jeweler guy who's interested in Kate Upton's character, but she also, she's not interested in him because he's like a. It's um the same guy who plays Badger in Bacon Bat. I don't know if you remember him. Oh really? Yeah. The one he does this, he's like always he... got a different job in it and he's a drug yeah, dealer yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's don't remember that's the that's the jeweler guy. Piano, right? Play, playing with a sign. He's wearing no. But yeah. So yeah, they're just fighting over him. You know, they do some stuff. They do a lot of crap and uh, get out and suits and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, it's decent. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you want me to, to tell you the ending, or do you? Yeah, yeah, go for it, mate. So they're on a road trip. They're on, they're, they're on a road trip uh, because basically he's trying to get to his wedding in time because um, uh, he's trying to get to this wedding. And is it his wedding? <laughs> trying to get to this wedding. Yeah, in time he's, try, he's trying to get. Yeah, so he's trying to get to his wedding. But at the time, neither of them knew that he was getting married. Yeah. So then he, uh, he sleeps with both of them, oh, but they didn't. They don't know oh, that. Oh uh, snap! So then the next day afterwards, um, I think one of them mentions about he's got the fact that he's got a crooked penis, and she's like, "How how do you know that?" And they start fighting, and they're like, like fucking each other up basically. And then when they're talking to policemen, they're like, "Oh yeah, we were just with this guy called Ryan. He was trying to get to his friend's wedding." And then they're like, "Oh no, it's actually his wedding." So then they drive to this, they drive to this wedding, and. He's basically, they basically like they see him. He's really gotten married. Like when his wife's a, basically a massive bitch, and they're basically like, okay, we're gonna allow you because you seem like you've got a lifetime of her waiting for you because your wife's such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're telling you, and then they're like, oh yeah, we need to because they live together. They're like, we need to move out because we're too codependent on each other. Blah blah blah. So then they move out. The girl literally just moved next door. She starts taking classes in something. I'm not really sure what it is. I think maybe history. I don't know to try. This character character because she's a bit of dicks. And then uh, Alexandra Dyer's character um, gets a promotion at work because she starts being assertive in her job. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your funny. Bob's your dad's brother. Not really. Is it supposed to be? I think so. Doesn't sound like a recommendation. Well, ice cold tits. Rating out of 10. Tits. Tits out of ten. Five. <laughs> Tits out of ten. Well, eleven, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a five. And I watched. Sorry, I was going to quickly rattle off the ones I watched. What? I watched. Yeah, I watched a film called Amazing Grace. Sounds like a religious film. Um. No. Well, actually, kind of a little bit. So basically, Amazing Grace is about um William Wilberforce, uh, uh who. Woo! I was in Wilberforce in my primary school. Um, yeah, you're shipmates. So houses, you houses. You know, you had houses. Well, Dickens, different colours, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Houses, Dickens, right? Pitt, Wolf, Wolf. That's what Wolf, we had as well. Wolf, a bunch of the uh, non-athletic people. Yeah. Fucking nerds. Yep. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Then. The film's about, <laughs> <laughs> about William Wilberforce and basically his quest to abolish the slave trade in the Brit- for the uh, Great British Empire. And it just kind of goes through. He- I think the period of like 15 years from when he first uh, put the bill forward to Parliament, and from then like 20 year to like a 20 year period basically to the point where he um he got the state train abolished and he kind of like loses his way a little bit and then he finds god and god's basically telling him like you need to uh kind of like sort like make this happen and people think he's going crazy because he says oh i found god and he's like he starts laying in fields just thinking and praying stuff like that people think he's gone mental and um it like showed like how all the other members of Parliament were so like against 
uh, abolishing the slave trade. Not really because, well, from the, the way the film, the film showed it, not because they thought that black people were lesser than, but obviously that's implied in the fact that they're slaves, but more from the fact that if we, um, if we get rid of our slaves, then we're not going ha- to be able to get any money from you know, cotton and sugar and blah, 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 blah mm-hmm. all that stuff. So basically, he has to go, keep going through his bills. He has to go all around the UK, signing petitions, gets like 400,000 signatures, and all this. He goes through all these ordeals, meets his wife, much fit, can't remember her name. I think it was Barbara. Um, <laughs> Babs. Yeah. Um, goes, yeah. Um, and he sees his, um, his preacher, I can't remember the preacher's name, but his preacher, who's the, the guy who uh, invented the song Amazing Grace, and that's where the ah. name of the film comes from. And it basically the the preacher guy is someone who used to be um, the captain on those slave ships and basically when he's come back he's basically realised like what he did was was horrible and he goes blind so so one of the lyrics of the song is um, was blind but now I see oh, okay. like, oh now I see what I did what I did was terrible I've got all these uh, deaths on my um, conscience blah 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 so then basically they don't even like they don't even they're not even able to end it through people's compassion the only reason they were able to end it was because they basically made it so that um, any ship that was travelling, any British ship, I think, before before this happened, any British ship or French ship that was travelling from uh, wherever they were to the Americas, like uh, ever the Caribbean or North America, they would put an American flag on their um, on their boat so that when um, people came to check their cargo, they they're not allowed to. Um, I think they're not allowed to take anything like any products or anything, whatever like that. So they basically made it so that everyone travelling from America, from wherever they are to towards that side of the world, they have to put their own flag on their boat. So then when their boats are checked, they're not protected by any sort of like American law. So their boat, their cargo can be checked, their products can be taken, the slaves can be taken, da 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 da. So he basically bankrupted all the slave trade, all the slave traders within like two years. So then they were like, okay, we haven't really even really got a business now uh, for this slave trade. So then they took a vote on it and there was like a landslide victory. So the only reason they really were like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll abolish this was because we're not, no getting, one's making we're not getting any money from it. Yeah. So. Sad reality of it, isn't it? Mm. It's all done. Comes down to business. Yeah. And he did that and um, yeah, people thought he was going mental and then he got, he had colitis or something like that. So like he was like, and then they were trying to give him opiates to try and calm down but then he was like, no, because it's making me feel like I'm on drugs. Which you obviously are, but making him feel like loopy. So he was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. And he was like, going to be paying, obviously trying to deliver these speeches and in Parliament and stuff like that. But yeah, interesting film. What made you want to watch it? Opiates. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I bought it in, I just saw it in CX, I think it was 50p. And I just thought, oh, let me watch this. Because I saw, I remember seeing the adverts for it back when it came out in like, 2006. Oh, Benny the Cumberbatch actually, by the way. Okay. Um, he, plays, he plays the Prime Minister at the time, William Pitt, I think is his name. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, I just saw it and I was like, oh, I never actually got around to watching it. Back, back how, how many years ago when it came out I've watched it now it's only 50p before. yeah give it a go it's decent good 50p well spent mate yeah <laughs> it's alright um, I think that's what I've watched this week out of 10 uh, give it a solid 7 it's alright I bought Be Kind Rewind for 50p from CES what a mistake that was mate <laughs> what a mistake garbage I watched about 10 minutes and there's only one good part of that and that's when they remake the old movies with like Ghostbusters and he has like the hoses nah that was crap I watched an anime as well actually yeah which one a basketball one oh yeah 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 Karuka goes basketball or something like that yeah 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 he's sick at it mate it's fucking yeah, it gets really highly rated the basketball. Yeah, that's, that's why I watched it. I, was, mm. I think I saw the film on Netflix, on on Cartoon HD, so I was like, oh, let me see what the series is about. 
and like I was actually just like watching as well as I was watching it I was getting annoyed because I was just like I don't even know why I'm watching this thing <laughs> is but, it's so weird isn't it Cause yeah. like, you have like the people on the side commentate about the gameplay yeah. and I, I feel like I feel like if I could understand Japanese I would or I'm not sure, I think it's Japanese I would like it a lot more because I don't think that when they interpret it into subtitles it doesn't it's translate not, very not well translated 100% yeah. no. you, should, you should watch more English dubbed yeah Anime then, because mm. you're in English. That one I think is in English dubbed. If you online, mm. just yeah. use Google Translate on his phone at the same time <laughs> yeah. as whilst they're talking. Mm. What have you been watching, Oliver? I've seen a few things, uh, but I got um, suggested a film called The Impossible. That's about. The f- That's about tsunami. the tsunami in two thousand and four on Boxing Day in Southeast yeah. Asia. Is that the one with you and McGregor? McGregor? Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Um, and I can't. Tom Holland. I fucking knew I recognised that yeah. kid. Spider-Man, <laughs> man. I was like, who is this kid? He's in a film. I can't remember what. Yeah, so it just follows a bit of whitewashing. Follows a uh, British family. Well, I think they're, I'm assuming they're British. Yeah. Um, essentially just trying to find each other after the huge tsunami that hit. Um, it was really good. It was like really tense. Like you yeah. saw some... It wasn't a lot of gore, but obviously like this mum, like half her leg was just like hanging off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I was like... Oh my god! And then Tom Holland's character this is literally the same reaction. Yeah. He's like, "No, I can't look at that. <laughs> Fuck that." It's quite a deep film. It is, yeah. It's um, over very quickly though, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah, it's it pretty is. much just about. It's not really them about surviving or. It's more them trying to find each other again yeah. after. It's like yeah. A weepy, isn't and, it? And, like, and there's and it's just so so specific about this family that there's yeah. literally next to no interaction with no. any other people. No. And if you're in this huge catastrophe. You'd be with everyone like all yeah. the time, surely. Yeah. You know, well, maybe that's some the point. People... Maybe it's like even though this affected millions of people, you still feel isolated. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there was like a couple of occasions where, like, so he's asking for a guy to use his the guy's mobile phone, but he's like, "No, nah, mate, everyone, everyone wants something, so I'm gonna hold on to it." And there's another bit where, like, a woman's got some food, but she's like obviously rationing it yeah. to herself as opposed to like community, you know, sharing, sharing care, um, but. Yeah, man. It was um, it was it, it was really good. Like I thought, it was really good production and like yeah. uh, like effects. Yeah. So obviously, it's pretty much they're just, I guess the set is just like a field they've just flooded. Yeah. They put like cars and wrecked things, and it just puts like some perspective of what the fuck do you do when there's literally <laughs> yeah. nothing you can. It's quite do. topical as well, considering the Americas are suffering from several hurricanes that. Have I know it's obviously not the same tsunamis, but they're still being devastated and flooding. Yeah, and yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Damn. Would you recommend it though? I have seen it, but you've recommended yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I mean, it as well. if. Yeah, I mean, what would it come under? Just a drama? Like yeah, a, I guess so. Yeah. Out of 10? Out of 10. Well, I kind of like that kind of stuff, like yeah. natural disasters, so I'm definitely not planning on watching that new shit film, Geo Geostorm. Geostorm? <laughs> Are you not? That. Oh, mate, really it good. looks like a Day oh, After Tomorrow sequel, mate. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that about the same people? Or am I making it might be. And it, it looked like the, it looks like the main character is in it, who's in it was one of the main characters in Day After Tomorrow. Jared mm. Butler. He's, he's nah. one of the main characters. Yeah, but there's a kid in it as well. I thought he was the kid who was on the plane in Day After Tomorrow. It looks absolutely white. On the plane? The um, kid on... what the Sorry, the kid's dad was on the plane. No, Dennis Dennis yeah, the, yeah, the kid. The kid who was oh, on the plane. He was on, he was on the plane with his girlfriend. He was... Sh- he was, he was Jake like, Gyllenhaal. No, the black guy. 
No, white guy. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. It wasn't. It was Jake Gyllenhaal was the guy on the plane that was shit scared. And his dad was a scientist. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Then it must have been one of the other guys, but one of the other guys looked exactly the same as the guy that's in this film. Wow, racist. All white people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I I might watch Geostorm, but it's going to be shit. I'll probably watch it. It looked ridiculous. It was awful. If it's not day after tomorrow, though, I really like that. The graphics looks terrible. Considering it's now 2017. And they're like, oh my god, is there a catastrophe on a global scale? It's a geo storm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's not a sequel? Because uh, I thought it was a sequel. Broken <laughs> <laughs> over. Uh, I thought it was a sequel because they made reference to like, as if something had happened before and that they were prepared for incidences like this and then the, soft, the stuff that they were using was going to backfire, almost. Don't know. Maybe it's not a sequel per se, maybe it's just in the same universe. It sounds like something the Power Rangers series should be called. Power Rangers. Geostorm. Could well be. Like yeah. What is the new Power Rangers TV series called? I don't even know. Fuck no. Ninja Force, Mystic... <laughs> Dinosaur. Mystic Thunder. Mystic Dino. Mystic Space Robo-Lone. Galaxy. Um, <laughs> nothing on the, nothing on the originals, mate. Nothing. Have you guys seen the trailer for that Liam Neeson film? The oh, uh, the one I on the train. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I wish it was like taken, but I thought he was got the one who was taken, and, and like, someone else had to come and like, rescue him. But <laughs> <laughs> who would rescue Liam Neeson? I don't know. So, well, to be fair, he Liam Neeson doesn't he's, need rescuing. Well, he does on that train, mate. Yeah. So like, he's been set up basically to play a game to find out who is the odd character on the train. Mm. Yeah, that that train confused me. Yeah. He is in some I'm rubbish still, films, man. Like, yeah, non-stop was shit. And the what's it called? I watched that. The Murder on the Orient Express. I really want to watch that one. So yeah, I want to watch that one. When's that out? Next November. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's quite a good cast in there, isn't it? Yeah, a fair few decent films coming out. Yeah, there's been a murder. Well, that was a French. Ragnarok that was a really well. bad film. Yeah, November the 3rd. Ragnarok's is like, I thought Ragnarok was coming out in October. November the 3rd. Which clearly isn't October. Oh, cool. is it? Fair Something else happening that day. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Nah, yeah. November yeah. 3rd is important. the least significant yeah. day in my calendar. Um, no one is turning. So I've just got a day off for this. No one's well. birthday. Yeah, You've got a day off on your birthday? Yeah, it's birthday. Clever, that. Yeah, birthday day, mate. Do you? Yeah. I'll come work for your company. I'm joking. What, you actually get a birthday day? Yeah. Mad. You have to take it within the week of your birthday. What if you're the queen, you have like three birthdays? I guess she's yes. a lucky girl. In it, what if your birthday <laughs> falls on a weekend? Oh, guys, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. You so can, you get any day that week? Yeah, you can choose that one day and that that's week. Crazy. It's in that week, isn't it, Obes? Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. We're getting the next year as well. Yes. That's real crazy. It's sicky, isn't it? <laughs> I'm ill. You're well, hungover. Yeah. You know what you get on your birthday is cake and. Blowjob. You've watched a film. Oh, you're talking about. Cake. <laughs> trying to segue into layer cake fuck's sake well, we, we can we can they're talking of cake yeah? yeah I went into the aisle in Sainsbury's yeah and they have popcorn with uh, cake cake and popcorn mixed together I know. so it's popcorn with cake icing and little f- little uh, bit of sponge uh, it reminds me of what with a uh, little um, hundreds of thousands yeah on it, it reminds- don't get it don't get it <laughs> it reminds me of that day we went around Pickford and um, Leslie made that Cake with the popcorn on top. We, we were watching the England game. Um, uh, I like was the did the cake have layers? <sighs> um, oh. Yes, it did. Layer cake. Layer cake. 
I almost segued into it then, but I thought, you know, so I was setting seen, this one up. I haven't seen it in years, man. I can't remember what's Welcome about. Welcome to the Layer Cake, cake son. Welcome to the Layer Cake. What's right it about? End, isn't it? Um, so it's essentially um, kind of like a drug deal gone wrong. This is Daniel Craig as well. And yeah, Michael yeah. Gambon. And Michael Gambon again. But it's L4YRCAK3, right? Yeah. Um, but don't ask me to do the full storyline because I kind of got confused. Like towards, <laughs> you know, when you're like following the story quite well because yeah. it's pretty easy to understand. And then a couple of people yeah. get killed, and then you follow in another couple of people, and they're like, "Oh well, he killed him," and then they start talking about pr- past events, and you're like, yeah. "Hang about, who are we talking about now?" And just, I, I, I can't remember you any of their it. names. I think one of them was called Freddie. And I remember he died, he died <laughs> within about 30 seconds. I remember watching it. I've seen it two or three times. I remember watching it and by the end of it, I was like, what? Was a guy in a boot in this film? I, I, feel, I feel like it was a guy in a boot or there was a no, deal going no. on in a car. Oh. It's getting way too big for his boot. Oh. Stormzy. What about anyway. Um. So yeah, it's just um, following the... There was a heist of a million ecstasy pills in Amsterdam. Um, and they've made their way to the UK and Daniel Craig is like the middleman where he um, finds buyers right. so he's he's a bit between the supplier yeah. and the buyer so aspire aspire so he, he's like he's got a place these ecstasy pills but then he finds out that actually well I, I don't know if I'll spoil it so I can't, I can't, I can't even spoil it for myself <laughs> so I can't, don't remember what it was um, but essentially he finds out that he's being played because these pills weren't like they weren't bought or made, then they're not given him, um, given to him from the supplier. Mm. They, like I said, they were from a heist. So, the guy who dish made the pills has sent off like an assassin to find Daniel Craig because he's the middleman and he's right. like shit. Well now someone's following me on my back, so he's kind of like got to satisfy the assassin who's coming to get him. He's also got to get rid of the pills, but he's trying to like make money at the same time and. There's a lot going on, isn't there? There's like yeah. three different storylines at the same time that he's got to do. He's got to find this girl, he's got to get rid of the pills, and he's got to like f- survive pretty much. I remember yeah. enjoying it, but I don't remember understanding it much. It was good. What is the layer cake? Um, when you're, you're at the bottom and you take loads of shit, then you go up a little bit and you take a little less shit, and then when you're at the top and you don't even remember what shit even feels like. Is that a quote? That's, that's Michael Gamble and that's his little speech at the end. Not, not worth a word. Not far <laughs> off. Paraphrasing. Yeah. Mm. I think being at the top, though, you don't want to be at the top because then you've got a long way down. Mm. Big you, what is it? The bigger you are, the harder you fall? Yeah. Mm. Isn't that Did, by Drake or something? Is this... Would you consider this a cult classic? Um, I wouldn't say cult classic. But what, it is. what is cult classic? What is... Cult classic. Yeah, it's kind of like a film that cult. was not particularly well received or oh, widely. Would you, would you call this a classic? Yeah. Then, not a cult classic. Would you just call it a classic? I just like it being a, like a proper English-based movie. Like you, they're driving around like the north in the M25 or whatever, and you like you see the shitty little roads that we have in London as opposed to like Matt Damon going up down yeah. all these nice cobbled streets in Europe or America with these huge M25 uh, motorways and things like that. Just must be warm film. Push you at home, doesn't it? You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it Matthew Vaughan film? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it was one of his first. 
Did you enjoy it though? Yeah, man, really good. I okay. think I've seen it before a long time ago. I couldn't remember it. I knew it was about drugs. So I was like, get on it. But then they put me off drugs. And I was like, oh God. Damn it. <laughs> Shit, wow. we're going down. Oh, what, a ne- what a horrible film to put you off drugs. Um, Joe, weirdly, there's a film I've seen like three times and I never remember it. And it's kind of ironic. It's Deja Vu. You <laughs> cannot... Is, it, is that a horror? Yeah, no. you know, I can't remember what happens in it either. I can't. Absolutely. I think it must have one of those like Men in Black things at the end. It yeah. just wipes your memory of it. Which that is kind of like... ironic. Man, I might have to actually watch that. Yeah. Um, anyone else want to mention anything? Anyone uh, seen anything of note? Latest Rick and Morty. Latest Rick and Morty. I thought that was pretty good, personally. It's uh, been one of the highlight, one of the better ones of the series, I think. Did you oh, feel did this you series has been weaker than yeah. others? Yeah, I definitely think I don't feel like I've laughed as much as um, I think there's been episodes in it where it's been really good and then other episodes it's been really just like plain. Yeah, so what's the latest episode when he's they kind of he finds the so, episode when, it, when he gets his memories? Yeah, so. pretty much. So Rick steals Morty's bad memories or memories of Morty laughing at Rick and just contains them in this, this secret vault. And Morty, then, Morty wants to get rid of the bad ones as well, isn't he? Yeah, and then, like... he, and he relives some bad ones, doesn't he? And it's, it's quite funny, <laughs> the bad ones. I thought it was quite funny at the end how, uh, what's, what's the sister's name? Summer. Summer just knew what to do. She was like, oh God, it's a code four, like, gotta, gotta do it all. I didn't laugh at this episode. I haven't really laughed much this series. I feel like I liked it more when there was a sort of thread between them. Because, you know, like the last couple of series have been like bird person and then like his wife turns out to well, be evil. Well. But they haven't really touched upon that series. Well, there's... Well, the next episode looks quite good, actually. I've seen the preview. And also, the I think the main storyline now is obviously Bad Morty, isn't it? Evil Morty. Morty. True. Um, but then also, Jerry's just not being... <laughs> like, yeah, that not subplot it. about it, their well, marriage. Do you see he come in at the end of the episode is... Uh, God, he's such a... It's war. a good show. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good, though. I think it's still good. Maybe maybe they've really saturated it because they did funny jokes and it's just there is a repeat of the same old stuff. But I have recently been watching theories about it. Okay. And so there's theories that each episode isn't necessarily the same Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's different, it's different Rick and Mortys. Rick and Mortys. Oh, right. There are, uh, there are... And then there's also a theory that Rick is Morty. Yeah. But when he's older. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, so Rick... So that means Morty is his own mum's father. Yeah, essentially. They can time travel. And son. That's... Ooh, what the fuck? Okay. Uh, yeah. But, then uh, what, but they always reference, like, oh, you're Rick and Morty C137 yeah. or something. Yeah. So is it just those episodes that's the same Rick and Morty and others, if they don't mention it, and it could be any... Could be, yeah. Because they, they mentioned in one of the episodes where they take... Um, they take uh, what's his name again the dad Jerry they take Jerry to the Jerry daycare yeah and um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah and apparently like there's a ticket that they get in the picture you can see it's like C1 whatever the universe is and um, when they go home um, they swap tickets with someone else because they're like oh you I I think you've got my Jerry and if that's the case, then they've given away a different Jerry, so which suggests that them two that you originally saw going in weren't, or I don't know, there's some theory where that wasn't the C142 Rick and Morty kind of thing. But And then in, in the episode where they go to the Citadel of Rick, Citadel of Rick, it is now still the Citadel yeah. of Rick, isn't it? Uh, one, of the Rick, one of the Rick and Morty, 
one of the Ricks looks like a Rick but has Morty's face on him. And they're okay. like, ah, oh, so it's a mixed breed of both of them kind of thing. Oh, that's special. It's trippy. Yeah. And very trippy. Yeah. So, okay. going along Rick and Morty, I'm going to open oh, a question to everyone. So, if you were to see your, like, if your future self came back yeah. and they know how you die, but they also know all about your future and the life steps, would you ask them what happens? No. Would you want to know? No. I don't want to know how I die. Anything about your future? No. How would they know how I die? Because they do. But they're alive. Yeah, I know, but it's just a theoretical. Question. <laughs> All right. Well, it's if, like your theory. It's like it's like the theoretical question you gave us last week about the the thing in the bottle. You could put anything yeah. in there, but you said that we only could write. Got to be one person. word, and you know it's going to get to them. And you know you're going to die. You never know. Hey, to you're be fair, die. I said to Lauren about I would put sperm in the bottle, and she said that was cute. So, vindicated, mate. She was um, definitely asleep. <laughs> sharp. Um, I wouldn't want to know anything about my future, because then I'd be paranoid that, oh, what if I make this decision? Do I still end up there? You know, because surely knowing about it might change. Yeah, but what change. if it's a bad thing? I, I would like, s- I'm assuming you're going on the good line, like, oh, you're going to be a millionaire. And you're future- like, shit, what do I do that makes me a millionaire? But if Instead you tell- of, like, you're going to be a crack addict, you're going to end up in the sewer. Yeah, but if I was going to be a crack addict, <laughs> then depends. Because if, like, obviously destiny is a fixed thing, then I think, oh, okay, I'm not going to go to Amsterdam because I might take crack become a crack addict but then if I don't go to Amsterdam maybe I'll fall into a pile of crack and accidentally sniff it <laughs> and, uh, you know so it could end I could end up at that place anyway I'd just rather not know because then you know if you said I'm going to become a millionaire I'll be like oh god yeah I've got to do the lottery all the time but maybe it's not the lottery that makes me a millionaire so mind blown and then you spend so the no, no, lottery tickets I, I won't lie to you yeah, I yeah. won't lie to you if my future self came back and said that I could know anything and he didn't bring me back the Euro million numbers from one of the weeks nearer the day he came it's to visit about me. Money, mate. Uh, well, not gonna lie, it would change my life a little bit. Mate, you've got so many subscriptions to whatever. If you were to just not buy, I only have two <laughs> things. That what you... are you on about? I only have two subscriptions: Amazon Prime and Netflix. Mate. Did you not get like one of those like food boxes, like Grays or whatever? No, nah. get that. Oh, nah. I thought you did. I used to get a loot crate. There's, what is that? And there's loads of other boxes available from different companies. <laughs> uh, and it had like loads of little like. It had a the theme food. in a month, and oh. so it'd be like walking. It'll be zombies, and it'll give you like Walking Dead thing, or. Yeah, I got rid of that though because it was it was like twenty quid a month. I didn't want it. Jesus. What would you two? So I you wouldn't want to know your future. No. I wouldn't know nothing either. I would want to know the lottery numbers, mate. Why has he not come back with these? Well, but money doesn't necessarily make you happy. You could win the lottery and become yeah, a millionaire. Uh, it'd, it'd, it'd be a lot easier to be happy if I had loads of money. If, if I met someone and they said, I want you to be the house dad while I earn bare money, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yes. I would be me today. I think you would be an awful house dad. I'm not even going to lie. Where's the kids? I feel like... <laughs> You'd be trying to. I'll be watching TV. Yeah, like, watching TV, trying to make breakfast, change nappies, go shower, brush teeth, all at the same time. I'm like, mate, I'll be a good dad, maybe not a good house dad, though. For I a think while. if you're going to be house dad, you need to have one chance. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if there's more than one, your life is going to be over. Is it? I need to be a millionaire so I can get... just pay someone. Yeah. I can just sit there in my cinema room, like, chilling out. I think well, we... I, well, I had two kids and just having their chairs next to me. I'd be like, yeah, watching this film. But, yeah. I, think, I think we need to give you, like, a baby Annabelle first, see how you treat that. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm not, I'm not irresponsible. <laughs> you are very irresponsible. Oh, shut up, you. <laughs> you cannot do one thing at a time. 
I'm doing this at one thing at a time. You're That's always late. Uh, I wasn't late today. That's because you're a house. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you're a house husband, you got to know it's late. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just leave him and go to his house. You'd still be late. Can't be late. I'm just reading my boxes like, hey guys. <laughs> in fairness, we can't pretend that we haven't all turned up to Chris's house and he's not been here. That's true. <laughs> so you have been late to your own house. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, that's true, true, true. But you know, that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. I'm learning life lessons, mate. Exactly. Only, only 20 sank. I don't know, I can't remember yeah. half the time I'm old. <laughs> I fell asleep on the wall. <laughs> across your house. A few minutes, like, while I'm back. Because he went in. I was asleep on his wall. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you, you were like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know how you do that. It was a heavy night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good times, well. good times. Any, anyone else got some fear more... Oh, we need your questions. questions back, man. You need to... Oh, you need oh, question really? time. <laughs> no one likes you, Ollie. We've established this already. See this kid? Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's your own go-to, mate. I'm just a realist. Well, you he's just, he's just you deep, say that to Chris. He's deep down... He said so, to me, he, I know it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> he's sad inside because I think that's what he thinks about himself. So he's just... He's lashing out. Yeah, Projecting. yeah. Projecting out. All right. Well, we like you. If... Yeah, like so, you're so so. If any of our <laughs> listeners <laughs> like you, <laughs> don't get me. She like you. If any of our listeners have any questions, please do tweet us at YSC Podcast Seventeen. You can uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Your Average Critics, and we're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please leave us a five star review, um, share and subscribe, and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. I got something else. Real quick. Okay. So, I know we're going to break it. Sorry. Break it. No. But, so, I was on holiday. I don't, did I mention this last week? On holiday, message Jules saying, oh yeah, accidentally killed someone. <laughs> She's what? freaking out. What is your opinion of that? What's natural? Well, that your mum yeah. freaked out that you told you. No, what do you someone? think of, like, do you think that's a funny joke or not? <laughs> that's <laughs> when a you did, when you, when you did it, I was like, I this said, is not going to go I well. I said this to a mate at work the other day, and he was like, what the fuck would you do that? Yeah, you're nah. not. I was like, yeah, but it's funny. Obviously, I didn't really do it, and she didn't help. She didn't send a text like, "Get rid of the body," <laughs> or, like, "Find a safe." What house. did she send? She's, I'm she sending some guys. Me, and I got the voicemails the next day, and she was like, "I'm, I'm serious. I'm getting my passport. I'm coming." I was like, "I don't know, really. I think you could have probably started on a smaller joke, but yeah, oh. it was it was questionable at the time. It's considering it was about eleven, twelve at night. It's well. telling the fact that she believed you, though. That she was just quite a low opinion of you. Ouch. Well, I think I think maybe more that maybe more that she knew he was driving in another country. True. Oh, did you say that you'd run someone over or something? No. You just said, hi, mum just killed someone by accident. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he's back. like, why did you do that? Like, I'm just worried about Julie, to be honest. Nice woman, don't treat her that way. Bullshit. I'm going to get your phone and do it to your mum. And then we'll, we'll see, <laughs> then we'll see wow. your response. I tell my mum regularly, regularly that I'm going to sell drugs and she says, make sure you bring back enough money. <laughs> I feel I should be down. As long as I kill someone for the right reasons. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Not to incriminate my mum then. So because it's maybe use evidence. It's so. fine. No one knows your mum's name or your surname. So on that bombshell, we will leave that there before anyone incriminates themselves. Tune in next week. <laughs>